Hi, everyone. This is Tim Martinez, MPEC Healthcare's uh, co-founder and CEO. I'm happy to share with you all that I'll be conducting a weekly interview style employee spotlight uh, so that we can all get to know each other a little bit better and hear directly from the amazing people that make up this organization. I'm excited to, to, to do these interviews and I hope uh, you enjoy them. This week's spotlight is on Irene Evangelista, rock star Chicago Landers practitioner and former DON, which we'll get into a little bit with her. Let's get to know Irene. All right, perfect. So good to see you. Good to see you. Let's roll. All right. Well, first of all, so good to see you. Um, and let me start off by thanking you personally for being such an amazing part of the impact team, especially over this crazy, crazy pandemic that I know was incredibly stressful for everybody, but even more so for, you know, the frontline clinicians that continue to go to work and, and take care of the patients that we're entrusted to take care of. So, um, so thank you. Thank you very much. Most welcome. Yeah. Yeah. It is a great opportunity for us NPs to be on board and on site in the facilities because um, during COVID times, a lot of the providers did not want to come to the facility and some of them chose not to come, even if they're allowed to come. Yeah. So it was actually for me, it was a great opportunity to create good relationship with the doctor, um, helping them do FaceTime with their patients so they can you know, see their patients at least once a week and the rest of the week is mine. <laughs> yeah. You have a very unique perspective that I want to get into a little bit because it's not like you just randomly came across MPAC over Indeed and decided to apply. We've actually known you for quite a while, um, 2015, 16, maybe? That's very true on the spot. Okay, perfect. So you were, you were a director of nursing at one of our first partner communities. And um, who was your first NP? Was it Javel? Um, actually, it was Marie. Marie. Marie Long Grove, yeah. Marie was um, transitioning out and Shivil was coming in. That's right. Man, we, spo we spoiled you. You got to work with Marie, Javel, Fran. I get the best. I get the best girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you worked with us for, for years, um, in that building, you as the DON. So you obviously got to see firsthand, you know, our program and, and what, what impact was all about. Um, you then became an NP yourself yes. and, and then took a role, um, within that same organization that created a, um, I'll call it a similar, but not exact same uh, type of company as, as MPAC. And you were there for a little while. And that's probably where you got to interact with, um, with Fran, as you mentioned, at, at the Gold Coast community. Um, ultimately, we ended up transitioning out and no longer work with that group to, to jump over to and, and work with us and, and to jump on board with MPAC. I have known MPAC since, you're right, 2015, 2016, and I had a pleasure um, to work with uh, Marie, um, Javel, and Fran over at Long Grove and also um, at Gold Coast. They really created a bridge for me to deal with the patients and the families and management, you know, uh, while I was doing my job. They made my job way easier than I thought so because of their presence, constant presence in the building. 
the way they interact with the staff, they interact with the providers, and the way they interact with the families. It was a huge difference they make in the building. And um, every time I get a chance to chat with any of the three, I would always hear positive things about impact. And I'm like, these three, I still, I still see them around. <laughs> and they're always <laughs> happy. They're always happy. They're always like, it seems like they found a place that, that would never leave. They have no, um, like, they have no desire to look left or right, but just stay where they are. I think that's how I see them. Yeah, so when I was working um, with two other companies as NPs, um, um, I felt like it was not the right fit for me. So I did actually um, call Marie and ask Marie, hey, Marie, you're still there? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she was very happy and very excited. And, you know, she did tell me all about MPAC. Okay. So you obviously, you had a lot of background about, about MPAC in general, but um, take me through maybe the interview process. What ultimately convinced you to, to, to come on board here? I, th I think I see, um, I see a lot of employee longevity, even if Impact is just a, a, a younger um, organization. Mm -hmm. um, I have seen um, top-notch NPs that, that has been there and are still around. And to me, it says something, you know, it says something. It's, um, I like that Impact is very goal-oriented yet they give you the flexibility on how you can reach to your goal. They give you the autonomy to perform, to create your own self in the facility that you're in. And to me, it's, it's, it's good feeling. There's trust and uh, you know, they have support behind you. you know, if you need help, there's always help. Um, I love the fact that uh, the RCMs are always there. They're always checking on you and making sure that you know you are on your goal. And uh, if you need help, they're always there to help you. Absolutely. And I also like the fact that you know everyone is is being appreciated. I think you know having been a nurse for a long, long time, it's not all about money all the time. It's not all about compensation. I think um, people are more driven to do and bring out the best in them if they're appreciated by the company. And to me, that's that, that's the number one motivation of being at work. Awesome, thank you for sharing that. And it's um, it, it's funny, all the people that you mentioned, um, Marie, Javel, Fran, Eileen, Shauna, have all been a part of MPAC. You know, Eileen from the very beginning in 2014 and all the rest shortly thereafter. And um, it, that, that, um, that's a big point of pride for us of, of finding really high quality individuals, not just professionals, but individuals. Um, you're now two years plus here um, and, and making sure that they're, they're in a happy environment and um, have good job satisfaction and recognized and stay here. Um, um, there, there's no better feeling than liking the people that you work with and creating a happy environment. So um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad you decided to, to join us and, and be a part of the team as well. Um, but right now I really feel at home with MPAC. I feel like um, I'm part of it. And I'm always amazing. happy to, uh, to bring good uh, rapport to the facility to represent the company. That's always part of my goal. Like, like I always wanna put myself, my best self forward so the company will be recognized behind me. 
Amazing. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about you know what the last couple of years here have, have, have been for you, and and most of that's been under this COVID right fog that that has been um, that has upended everybody's life, right? Um, is there is there something that you can share with with me about a unique experience or something that was meaningful for you, whether it was a patient or a patient and their families or whatever that um, the case may be while you've been um, an NP at MPAC, something that stick, stands out? Sure. Um, I think there's a lot of experiences every day that you know you can be proud of what you do every day. Um, during um, COVID moments, it was very hard for families to come. In fact, they are not allowed to come in the facilities yeah. at all for almost a year or so. So it, for me, it was a, an opportunity to help the patients connect with their families. So sometimes when I do patient rounds, um, I'll, I'll bring my phone with me and do FaceTime with their families. So at least they see their loved ones over the phone and they can That's interact it. with them in my presence. So if they have any questions, I can always kind of like uh, uplift their spirit that, you know, this is what's going on with mom. This is our plans of care. And it's not just me talking to them on the phone without actually seeing the patient. So it's kind of like created as a more closer relationship and connection with the families and their loved ones. Um, and most favorite story of mine is uh, there was a patient this year. Um, she is a, you know, times three. She is in her early 70s. She came to Providence for um, short term rehab, supposed to be a pelvic fracture, uh, rehab and go home. So this patient actually was very upset on day one. Um, the first day that I met her was after a weekend. So it was a horrible weekend, a horrible night, and she was ready to pack up. She got all her stuff and she won't even listen to me like, at all. So it was a very hard time for me to kind of like make her comfortable and do everything before I can even start my job just to see that I am serious of taking care of her. I just wanna let her feel that I'm there for her, even if it did not start out right. So then she agreed to stay and gave us the chance to take care of her and the facility to continue with the care. So with that patient, I did have a lot of care coordination with all shifts, making sure that her lights are answered, that she's being helped with everything that she needs. Her pain pill is on time and food is whatever, the best they can yeah. serve. Um, that patient actually did not heal well. She started losing a lot of weight. Um, her hemoglobin dropped and she became very weak. And I did review all the hospital records and I found in one of the old records that she had a, a mass in her colon. So um, I did talk to the daughter who is a nurse researcher, very renowned one. And I told her, you know, um, this is the plan. I think we need to move forward and, and see, um, let's do more evaluation and see what's going on with mom. So uh, long story short, um, we sent her to the hospital for scans and we found out that she had stage four lung cancer with nets to liver and lungs. Basically wow. the primary said, you know, like it's gonna be a few months for her to live. So it was very, very hard for the patient to absorb the information because she was very alert and her plan was really to get well and go back and take care of the grandkids. Um, so she, she further deteriorated and still continued on rehab as she can tolerate. 
And then she's always called, this patient is always called because she's frail and she's malnourished. So on one of my days that um, I was, it was a Friday, I stopped by a store and just found this very comfy pair of socks. Like I know she was, she's going to like this at the back of my mind. So I bought her two pairs. It was very inexpensive. <laughs> and then I brought it to her on the next Sunday that I work. She was so happy and she was so excited. And she always wear those socks every day, alternating, alternating. She wouldn't want the other socks that her family brings in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the day has come that, you know, she turned hospice and she's ready for discharge to assisted living with a caregiver. It was a hard goodbye because it feels like she was she really wanted to stay in the facility now. Like she begged her daughter wow. to stay instead of <laughs> going to this assisted living. And, I, and her daughter said, you know, it's not a good idea, mom, because you need more privacy and, you know, we need place to visit you and stuff like that. So finally, she agreed. It was uh, heartbreaking for me to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, two weeks later, the receptionist sent an email to the administrator and all the management saying that the patient passed away and the daughter called and she's very appreciative of the care that she received in the facility and thankful to um, medical care. And she did say, if, if Irene can please have my number so I can call her. So I did call her daughter and this is very touching. Her daughter told me that on the last days that mom was not feeling well, she never wanted to have anything to wear but my socks that I gave her. And her, she told her daughter that when my day come, can you please lay me with the socks that Irene gave me? Oh my God, you're gonna make me cry, and, Irene. <laughs> and so she did. The daughter told me, Irene, um, you gave her two pairs. I let her wear those pairs of socks when I buried her. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. I, you know, it was, I didn't even realize it had that impact on her. Yeah. Her daughter said, I think she feels more comfort and warmth, not, not just physical warmth, but emotionally warmth with a gift. And it yeah. meant a lot for her. So I was like, I was mesmerized and I have to text Shauna right away. Shauna! It made my day. <laughs> I'm so tired today, but I feel so pumped up and I feel like I can work more. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very, so very really awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That's incredible. Well, I um, I have nothing to add to that. We'll let that, that story stand on its own. That's it. That is really incredible. Um, thank you again for sharing. So you're welcome. Um, my my final hard charging question is, um, and, and I think you've touched on this a little bit, but um, we obviously spend a lot of time and focus on making sure that we bring the right individuals and invite the right individuals into the MPAC family. Um, we, we need to continue to identify, right, all the folks that you've named off um, that go out and, and work, right? Not every day is easy, but to work and be in a positive um, state of mind and 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 be happy to be um, be part of the team. Um, we obviously found a gem in, in you as well, and we need to continue to do that. And we need to keep folks here, right? And, and you pointed out sort of the longevity of, of some of the individuals that you've that you've named. Take a lot of pride in that. And um, what ultimately what keeps you here um, as part of the team? I, I think um, you know you really 
got to love what you do, you know, to be able to, to keep a job, regardless of how hard the job is, how hard onboarding with a facility, it's always very hard yeah. to settle yourself in. You have to um, um, identify with the patients. You have to uh, identify with the families. You need to work around the people you around the people around you, like the management, most especially the staff, the nurses. You just really have to give yourself time, time, effort, and love. Love what you do, and you know everything comes easy. It's not always easy. Onboarding is always the hardest thing for me because yeah. I always want to stay in one place. But once you get to love what you do, you'll do everything beyond beyond what you're supposed to do. And that's when you feel that you're, you know, you're satisfied with what you do, basically. Yeah. I hope that's, I answered your question. <laughs> absolutely, that's, that's great advice. Um, I appreciate you to share with, with, with that with us. Um, I really appreciate your time today. Um, again, thank you for sharing that story. Thank you for being a part of the team. Awesome. It, it took, took us a while to get you here, um, but, <laughs> We, we, we got you now. I'm so glad you're part of the team. And um, it was so good to see you and catch up. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs>